Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the wide, wide, beautiful world of Nintendo. I'm James Mots Montemagno. And I'm Michael Pitstains Rivet. Oh my god, are you out working out today, Michael? <laughs> no, it's it is it, it is about a hundred degrees. It's extremely uncomfortable, super humid here. It's just the tropics in New York. That's lovely. It sounds absolutely delicious. Well, I am here in <laughs> uh, I am here in beautiful uh Dublin, Ireland right now, where surprisingly it is pretty cool in about the high 60s low 70s but about 85 percent humidity so i'm with you buddy just walking around in a swimming pool yep just swimming swimming around swimming in it well you know what i was swimming in in july michael tell me that was a good transition i liked it (laughs) i was a that was maybe ding uh best nintendo dispatch transition yet uh i was swimming around in a little bit of uh, Rogue Trooper Redux and Super Destronaut DX because my monthly report for July just came out and my top four games were Rogue Trooper, Super Destronaut, Arena of Valor Beta, and Mario Tennis Aces. Nice. I tweeted it out to the people. Did you get a report? I did not. I wasn't a part of this. I didn't have it tracking me. So as soon as I saw your report, I had to get in on that. So next month, I will be able to give my uh, my status. Good. So you downloaded the parental con- app, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And and I believe you actually have to set up parental controls on it. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to like limit your play or anything like that, but you essentially have to download the app and then link it to your Switch. So now when I turn my Switch on, I see a little parental control thing up in the top um, on my home screen. I assume you see it as well. I, d- I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I do, now I, do. I guess it's tracking. It sends little notifications, which I may turn off, but it sends little notifications like, hey, you've been playing whatever for five hours or whatever you'd been doing. So it's kind of cool. I'm I'm excited to see, you know, what next month will look like. I have, a, I have an idea, but I'm excited to see what I've played. And I assume it gives time too, right? So you can you can see your most played, just the number of days played, and then also time played but it doesn't oh, cool. give you a number which is oh. weird so um, <laughs> just like but a it, slider bar <laughs> it's like a slider bar but what you can do is you can see the time played where you can see every day how much time you played so you can actually see individually i played octopath path traveler for like an hour this day here and there it's a little bit not the greatest but it is pretty great to see at a high level because they give you a little calendar too so it says i played 21 days versus 23 so i'm actually down two days from last month which is pretty interesting and uh also benji kong one of our listeners wrote in and uh he or she was nearly 100 percent octopath traveler followed by number two octopath traveler demo so yeah well that's my news i'm glad you're all linked up i would like to compare every single month to see what it is and it's a good tweet to let us know what everyone's playing Uh, Well, let's hop into the news, Michael. It was a crazy one. We uh, got a little bit delayed on the recording since I'm here off in Ireland for some uh, business travel. And luckily we did because um, Nintendo decided to announce a Smash Bros. Direct. Just when you thought Sakurai couldn't talk anymore about this game, he is going to talk about this game on the 8th, which will be when this podcast comes out. So we'll talk about it next week, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Great. I can't wait to hear more about it. If only they had a like hour presentation covering everything that could possibly have happened in this game. 
a few months ago. Only thing, yeah, the only thing that they didn't talk about was the online mode and any story mode. So I am interested in those. Is there anything that you are interested in that Sakurai didn't talk about for 48 hours? No, I'm sold on it. I was sold on it when they first showed all the characters are in it and they could have just said, that's it, E3, see ya. We're done talking about Smash Brothers. But I guess we're going to get more. I I think it's only going to help. I don't mind hearing more about it. I just don't feel a need. I'm sold. You already got me. You've already got my money. I, I just I want the game. Stop talking about the game and just put it out there. Yeah, I believe if at E3 they just would have put Smash Brothers December 10th, every character is available. Done. That would that would have been amazing, actually. And and just like a quick little another little trailer that just shows some more stuff at the end of E3, that would have been all you needed. Nobody needed all of the detail. And we may feel the same way after the direct. I guess we'll wait and see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so another thing that's kind of interesting, this is a little confusing, so I'm going to walk us through it a little bit. And I guess the best way we can explain it is Gabriel Plotkin, head of New York hedge fund Melvin Capital Management, has reportedly placed a huge short-selling bet on the idea that the Nintendo stock is going to crash even further than it's already crashed. So what short-selling or shorting is when an investor borrows shares and immediately sells them hoping that he or she can scoop them up later for a lower price. So basically, they're driving the price down so that they can buy them at the bottom, and then eventually the prices will come back and they'll be able to pocket all that money. Um, This could backfire. It's happened in the past. If the stock prices go up, you lost your money and you end up buying it at a higher value. So it's, it's a real gamble, and it's kind of a jerk move. I was reading a lot of different articles regarding short selling, and it seems like the consensus on it is that it's frowned upon in the industry because it's sort of this shady, you're you're intentionally trying to drive prices down so that you can, you know, make money off of these companies. And it and it does seem sort of like a sketchy way of operating. There his his approach or his reasoning behind this is that there's a lack of game announcements, and that's really what's causing the drop and i again it's kind of you have to question these fluctuations because gamers know as you just mentioned smash brothers is going to be coming out pokemon's going to be coming out another pokemon was announced metroid was going to be coming out there's definitely plenty of games that will be coming out especially at the end of this year during holiday season i'm skeptical that the price is going to drop i think once those games come out and they start selling you're going to see the stock prices jump because people underestimated what those games can do for people. Um, So we'll see. I just think it's a lot of places, a lot of uh, game sites are reporting that this is sort of, you know, a a problem for Nintendo. And I don't feel that way. I think it's just somebody trying to drive the price down so they can profit. Yeah, it's it's one of those really tricky things because short selling is just a very complicated thing it's not like you're just buying a bunch of shares it has a bunch of you're just you're basically just gambling right and that's Mm -hmm. you know i i don't i don't know anything about this person like is this gabriel person in the gaming industry like does this gabriel character follow nintendo and does he know about upcoming games like you know smash bros which we just talked about or some of the other great successes that the switch is seeing just in general, I don't know. I think that's my my hesitation here. And and of course, when any stock is really high, the the idea is that, hey, it may go down in price, mm-hmm. like go figure, you know, and who knows 
Maybe he's also betting against the yen. Like maybe the yen also can go down and that'll hurt Nintendo stock. Hard hard to know. Yeah. I mean, I, I get like the it. impression that these guys, the most of the majority of investors are just watching numbers. You know, they don't, yeah. you, you, it is a gamble, right? I mean, any investment is a gamble, but the idea is you play the long game. And if you watch a stock long enough or you have, um, you know, you, you really pay attention to what the company is that you're investing is, you have an educated guess. This is something where they're, I think they see the price dropping. They're going to try to start short selling it and hope that it drops even further because of that. I don't know. I just think it's, it's wrong. It's not really the way to do things. I will say that this is probably the long, the largest trade against Nintendo since 2013, which is right after the Wii U came out. So they're kind of looking at, I, I find it hard to believe you can even compare the two systems, especially when, you know, switch is selling so well right now. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I do hope that this person is wrong, and I hope I hope that this holiday season we see you know some great numbers. Yeah, yeah, I think we will. And speaking of great numbers, Nintendo actually released a lifetime sales for all the Switch consoles, which is pretty fascinating. And some of the big ones, so you have Nintendo Switch, which has hardware sales just over nineteen and a half million units sold. Now, compare that to the Nintendo 3DS, which we talk about all the time and how it's still selling pretty well. That has 72.89, almost 73 million hardware units sold for those systems. Like, that's crazy to me. And then if you go back to software, Nintendo Switch software has sold 86.93 million units. And we were looking this up before. That's digital and physical copies. We believe. We believe. Everything we've been we trying believe. to find is saying that it's both, but we're also wondering, is that built in? So if the system comes with a game, are you counting all those? So the numbers could be padded a little bit, but to contrast what the Switch is doing, Nintendo 3DS software sales, 367.84 million units sold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. And they go way back to, they even have their old consoles. They have like Wii U, Wii, Nintendo DS, Game Boy. Like they can go back to the original NES at like 62 million and 500 million units sold. And mm -hmm. like the Wii is interesting because every single system was packed with Wii Sports. So technically 80 you know, 3 million units were, you know, sport, Wii Sports. But I also went onto the Nintendo.co.jp website, the Nintendo Japan website, and you can look at their financials. And they, we were curious, like, oh, is there charts and graphs over time? And they have some. So you can see from 2014 up to 2018, um, every fiscal quarter ending in March, the number of hardware and software for 3DS, Wii U, and Switch. And you can track the performance of hardware and software uh, accordingly. And this is a really, really interesting uh, chart to look at because um, you can see that the Nintendo Switch is the highest or fastest selling Nintendo console and also is really, really close on software being sold right after the Nintendo 3DS and everything about it compared to even the 3ds after the first year and the wii u is just like crushing it so it's very interesting go take a look if you're a numbers nerd like me uh, and michael you'll be really into it was there any numbers from the post that kind of surprised you for me personally it was the difference between aside from the wii 
the console, home console, is almost half what their handhelds do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. that, that was really surprising to me that their handhelds are doing so much better than when the, what the home consoles are able to do. Well, you know, that doesn't surprise me too much, only because if you think about the average household, what, at least one to three children in it, plus an adult, mm-hmm. so more children, with the handheld, it's one per person. Sure. Sure. It's Unlike a personal the family device. Console. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the switch can benefit if it gets a price drop down into the $200, let's say a year, year and a half from now, you'll be seeing multiple switches in the house. And I think that'll be a huge benefit to the system. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that's going to add legs to it. I think we're going to see it sort of plateau, you know, maybe this later in the year or next year, but then they'll do a price drop or start bundling. And that's when you'll start seeing, oh, now I can own two or three of these for the rest of my family. I bet you'll start seeing it skyrocket again. Yeah. And true. Also, you know, you think of the DS and the 3DS, they had so many revisions of that hardware. True. Uh, where I bought, you know, I bought a 3DS, 3DS XL, new 3DS, new 3DS, you know, all the things, you know, I bought them so many times, keep buying the console. So that might be, I don't think that adds double the numbers, but it definitely adds some to it. Well, you know, if uh, you do have a 3DS or a Wii U, uh, you can actually go grab some cool discounts on some really good games right now. Part of my Nintendo, uh, Nintendo just announced the August selection of games. I still wish that they would add Switch games on here, maybe one day. But if you've been clamoring for Metroid Samus Returns, it's 30% off. Bravely Default, phenomenal game. Fire Emblem Fates, Conquest, also 30% off. Um, Professor Layton. Uh, versus Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, also 30% off, and you can use gold coins to get these discounts and then buy them. On the Wii U side of things, if you're still playing some games on your Wii U, well, you can get discounts on Star Fox Zero, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon, Metroid Prime Hunters. Um, Metroid Prime Hunters, that should be 3DS. I think they put that in the wrong category. And, of course, you can get additional discounts on a bunch of other games like Super Mario Maker Wii U, and um, a bunch of other ones, too. So you can go grab those um, from the shops right now. When you go to my.nintendo.com, boom, you're good to go. Nice. Anything that you're going to be pulling off of there for to to jump in on? I know you already played Metroid. Well, so I would say the one that I'm really interested in would be Bravely Default because it's probably hard to find that game physical mm-hmm. um, compared to the digital copy. But everything else I own already. You? You're going to go buy Metroid and use some gold coins? Uh, I do have plenty of gold coins, so maybe I have enough game. To, to pick it up. That would be my pick. Would be a lot of good games. Any of these you can't go wrong with. Um, Metroid, everyone should totally own. Fire Emblem, Conquest, super good. Um, yeah, buy any of those. You want to talk about more sales numbers? Sure do. Yeah, so talking about hardware that's outselling everything in the world. You know, We talked about how great this, the Switch is doing. But our little champion, the NES Classic, returned to stores in June. Number one selling console in the entire world. I'm Can amazed that? that it did it, actually. Because I, I think the the fact, the number, it was only out for like three days before they took the, the total. So in three days, not even in you know a month, it was able to beat these other platforms. It's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty insane. I mean, that's not only beating the Switch, the PlayStation 4, and the Xbox. I would love to see the total sales of those to see if it's like beats all of them combined or not, like when the actual NPDs finally come out with the strategic numbers. But that's really impressive. 
it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, did you end up getting one of the NES classics? I I've got one, but I didn't know if you picked one up as well. I have like three Super NES classics. I have two NES classics. I have one. I have a uh, Famicom classic. I have all the classics. Yeah, yeah I, got, I did buy one in June from GameStop. I just was like, I'll just buy a new one sealed. Yeah. For fun. I mean, I. I I bought it. I think I played it for maybe an hour and then it just sits. So I think people love the idea of them. But when I went back in practice and and actually played the device, I was kind of let down by it. I, I, a lot of the stuff wasn't working properly and the controls weren't operating properly. And so, yeah, it was a bit of a letdown. I mean, that's after you have to buy the extension because the cord is like a foot and a half long and yeah, it's kind of crazy, but yeah, I mean, good for them that they're, you know, doing so good with this. I'm kind of hoping a lot of these games come out and we can play them when we get the subscription service. I mm-hmm. hope that that's available. So I guess we will find out. Yeah, that'd be nice. You get into some game announcements. Yes, I will. And we're going to start off with a big fan favorite. And I think you and I are both kind of excited for this one. But Windjammers is coming to the Switch. This is a classic Neo Geo game from 1994. And it's got couch co-op and online ranked mode, which you and I both love. So I don't know about you, but I'm excited. I was watching the uh, sort of the retro inspired trailer for this announcement, and it is fantastic. And the game looks wonderful. I think it's going to play really, really well on the Switch. Yeah, it's like a disc based Frisbee game. I don't know, but it looks ridiculous. Yeah, it's kind of I guess it would be like a Frisbee or Pong. It reminds me of like a Pong with just way better graphics. You're just kind of bouncing this thing back and forth off the walls, trying to just trying to get points on the other person. And it just looks great. I never played it when it first came out. So I'm excited to finally get the chance to do this. And I think a lot of people will be because it seems like one of those must have games that everybody's been wanting. Um, So yeah, it's going to be sometime in 2018 they haven't really given a date yet but if we hear it we will obviously share it with everyone yeah i'm stoked i am stoked i'm also stoked that you know it sounds like nintendo's been listening because they've sold a nearly 1.5 million copies of mario tennis aces which was one of my top games and i've been playing it yet again because a brand new patch 120 uh, added a bunch of stuff that people wanted. Um, there was a lot of balancing. There were some bug fixes, some adjustments for energy consumption. They added some new options to swing mode, which I think is really great. But the biggest thing, which everybody, everybody needed, was the ability to retry a mission. And I can confirm, Michael, that you can now retry a mission. And better yet, if you're in the middle of a mission and you're doing terrible, you can pause and retry while it's happening. Oh, man. Revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, Megaton. 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 So it's out I, it's, there. You can get it. It's installed right now. I think that's another one of those little things that kind of caters to the idea of that maybe they rush this game out, right? Because that's one of those features that should have been day one. I mean, that's in every game that exists at this point where if you're you just need to start over you hit start and then you got that option so it's nice that it's finally in there should have been in there anyway but i'm happy to see and you say it makes a world of difference and i'm sure it helps it does now i cannot confirm though because i didn't get this far because i was i had just gotten one of the gems in the chest i cannot confirm if the animations are fixed or not so oh. i cannot confirm that so we'll find uh, out soon next week uh all right so a little bit of a buyer beware on our 
accessories segment, we actually came across fake Switch Pro controllers being sold on eBay. And at the time of this recording, we have 109 of them have sold, which is kind of unfortunate. So these fake Pro controllers are being sold as wireless Pro Controller Gamepad Joypad Remote for Nintendo Switch. That's their... Rolls right I'm off in. the tongue. That's the title. Give <laughs> me down for 10 of them. So these are currently going for $18.99 in pounds, which is about $25. So if you do come across them on eBay, I would definitely steer clear. There's no real specs as to what is in the controllers. I mean, if it's just a cheap controller and it looks similar to the Switch Pro controller, but it still works the way you need it to, yeah, I get it. Buy it, of course. But the way they're selling it, it's basically is the Switch Pro controller that somebody photoshopped. And I'm almost positive it's Photoshop because around where the logo exists on the controller, you can see some slight like blurring. So I think that they're just being extremely shady with it. Um, my guess is people are going to buy them and then you just don't get anything. I, I Because I can't imagine this is a legit product. I think people are just trying to steal money. If it's not official, I don't want it. That's how, I mean, it's, it's gotta be official. I, I don't, I mean, I don't even, I barely even trust third party controllers with the switch. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm right there with you. I mean, especially with a lot of the issues that are going around with them, you know, locking up switch controllers. I mean, there's just been stories about the Hori controllers with the D pad that we were talking about that have been breaking people's switches. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's a supported third party, you know, product here we are with somebody selling some sketchy thing on eBay. I would definitely steer clear. I feel bad for the 109 people that have already bought one, probably totally thinking that this was a legit item. Um, so the, these things are out there. So make sure you're doing your homework and really looking into it. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. But you know, all, all is not lost, Michael, because there are some major blockbusters this week breaking into the top five. You want to break it down for us? I sure do. And at number one, we have Mega Man X Legacy Collection number two. And then following very closely is Legacy Collection number one. One in two place. Boom. Followed by number three is Minecraft. Number four is Hollow Knight. And rounding it out in fifth, Octopath Traveler. And I, I will go on to say that I think that it dropped to fifth place because everybody already owns this game. Octopath Traveler has sold one million copies worldwide. One million copies. So I, I guess there's no choice but it, for it to start dropping on the best selling of the week. <laughs> That's impressive. A million copies. It was confirmed not only by Nintendo of Europe, but also inside of the Nintendo News Channel, because originally this the tweet said shipped. It said it shipped a million copies, but then the article said sold. So sold and shipped are very different. That means that they've shipped more than a million copies and sold a million of the copies. And apparently in Japan, you still can't get them. So um, very good work, Nintendo, um, selling a bajillion of these and Square Enix, of course, don't forget, of Octopath Traveler. I still yet to buy it. So they'll still sell uh, one million in, in two copies when you and I pick it up. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, you know what, this is exciting because I do think that it's just going to mean we get more exclusives. I mean, this was a huge success. People are loving it. 
so I'm I'm really hoping that it just means better things for the switch. Um, and going back to the stock market, it's going to drive those prices up, and that guy's going to lose a ton of money. So <laughs> that's that's my hopes and dreams on that. Now, just to be interesting, we're going to go with what the download only is. So download it is very similar. It's got Mega Man two and one collection in the first and second place. Then it's followed by Hollow Knight. Gungeon and Stardew Valley. So a little bit of switch there, but not not a lot. Minecraft People, physicals really keeping that game up there. That's what I was saying. It's very intriguing because you can get the Minecraft digital, which I figured would be in the top, but that m- must be a pretty big difference then. Um, yeah, I don't know why you would be picking up the physical versus just downloading, but maybe it's a maybe it's very large. Maybe it's a large mm-hmm. download. People aren't you know trying to conserve space. Mm, that could be it too. That could be it too. Yeah. Well, you know, going in, we do have some real bangers this week. I will say banger, banger alert in the physical and digital releases for August 6th through the 12th. We always like to start off with the retail releases because they're not always, but these are usually those AAA titles that are coming out. You get a physical disc and by disc, I mean cartridge uh, that you can put in, which I'm a big fan of. You know, I love a good you know, physical release. Now, that said, the only release, which is Overcooked 2, which will break up more families this year um, of people yelling over mushrooms and and, and tomatoes and soup, uh, will be coming out uh, for $40 retail, which is quite high when you compare it to $25 digital. That comes mm-hmm. out on August 7th, both digital and physical. And to be honest, though, I have a feeling that it will sell more phys- or digital because it's already in the eighth place in the download chart under pre-order. So that's crazy. Just it's like of all games, even ones that are already out, it's eighth place. So I think it's going to sell a lot. But yeah, fifteen dollar difference. Even I can't go physical on that. Yeah, that's kind of I, I. That's almost like they wanted it. You know, that way they want people to download the game instead of buy the the physical copy because what a huge difference you know that's that's crazy so then going into the digital downloads on august 6th we have loot monkey bling palace for seven dollars bling 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 palace (laughs) even i like i love monkeys uh, but this game looks pretty terrible. I mean, it could be amazing. <laughs> it might be amazing, but you've heard it here first. $7, Bling Palace. Uh, on August 7th, we have Dead Cells for 20 You can also, uh, well, 20 is the pre-purchase. Excuse me. 25 will be the normal once it comes out. And it is currently in sixth place for the download and it's only pre-order so far this is one that i'm personally going to pick up i've been kind of following it for a little bit and it looks fantastic the physical release for it is on 821 and it's a 2d action platformer no checkpoints oh boy so that sounds pretty frustrating (laughs) (laughs) so we'll see we'll see how that goes (laughs) followed by flipping death for twenty dollars in between for the once again oddly priced nine dollars and fifty nine cents, Slam Land for eight, and everyone's favorite Super Blackjack Battle Two Turbo Edition: The Card Warriors for six thirty nine. I'm in, man. I if you need a blackjack game, this blackjack game looks amazing. 
because it is literally blackjack in the style of Street Fighter. So you go into the classic Street Fighter map where you're flying around from country to country. <laughs> now, of interest, though, there is a local four-player uh, multiplayer on the Switch. I have no idea how this would work. Do you pass around the Switch for your to see your cards? Because it's blackjack. You got you to know your cards. I don't, mm. know, I don't know how that works. Yeah, that's you just have to make the people look away. Look away! Stop stop cheating. <laughs> I assume. I assume. I don't know. Yeah, well, or maybe maybe it's it's using four separate switches and able to combine them with their powers uh, combined, you know, because they were talking about how that's a possibility. So then you can you can play it that way. That'd be good. With our powers combined. Super <laughs> yes. super turbo edition. You have to mm. you have to bump the switches into one and then they all unite and you can play Super Blackjack Battle 2 Turbo Edition, the card warriors. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> 639, I'm in. Um yeah. Dead Cells looks great. Flipping Death also looks relatively intriguing. This game is there's a lot of puzzle platformers coming out, but this one you play in the underworld. Um, and you control both humans and ghosts to solve puzzles by flipping back and forth. Seems intriguing. Uh, just a cool concept, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is definitely a lot of puzzle platformers. So if that's your genre, that's what you're into. I think you're going to be real happy, especially with this week. So on the ninth, we have Blobcat <laughs> for eight forty nine. Oh, and the Dragon Ball Fighter Z Open Beta. It starts August 9th at nine o'clock and runs until the eleventh at midnight. So that's something I'm hoping to get in on. I believe you want to also try it out. We've never played any of the Dragon Ball Fighter games, so I think this would be an awesome one to to try out. I will try to download it. I'll be still in Ireland, and maybe I can get back. Oh yeah, I could play all day Saturday. Why does it got to only be two days? I know. It's just got to be they're just testing the servers. So they just figure, well, it's all we need, I guess. Yeah. So then there's Megaton Rainfall for 16 minute for 10. Okama HD for Okami. 20. And Okami, excuse me. Okami HD for 20. And this is something I really want to play. It was always a game I was really interested in for whatever reason. I never played it when it originally came out. And I don't even remember what system it was on at this point. Was it Wii? Maybe? Wii U? Been on I don't know. Wii, 3DS, Wii U re-release maybe? Hmm. PlayStation, Xbox. Uh, I think never it originally it. came on the Wii. It's super good, yeah. Yeah, I never got it. And I always was like, oh, that looks so beautiful. That looks like a game I really want to try. This is the time I'm actually getting it for sure on the Switch. I'm excited. Then there's Shut Eye for $4. Subara City for 5 This one looks pretty interesting too. I kind of like City Maker games, and that's what this is. It's a city-making puzzle game. So I think this could be kind of fun, maybe uh, not high commitment. That's my guess. I've never played it. So I'm kind of hoping to try that one out. And for the price, I mean, it's... It's not a real bad gamble, even if it is bad. Um, oh boy, this one. The amazing Shinsengumi Heroes in Love. It's a $12 game. I know I probably butchered that name. I apologize. This is a romance game for women. Quote. That is from the description. Um, yeah, it's a strange, strange game. You're basically... I don't know. It's like a pick your own adventure game where you are trying to romance different characters from it. Are you on in for that one? $12 in for two, maybe Heather, Heather jump in on that. Heather, uh, jump in on and, it. 
<laughs> and then we have unexplored for thirteen fifty. And then on the tenth, we have Mini Metro mobile game ported to the Switch. I actually played on mobile. It's a it's a fun little. Um, you're basically trying to take these trains and route their path so that they don't collide and overlap, and you know you can drop off all of your passengers and keep everything running smoothly. I would not get this for the Switch. I think it's a great mobile game, and I think it's a lot lot cheaper. I can't remember what I paid when it was out on the phone, but ten dollars seems steep to me, and I cannot imagine it controlling. Well, I mean, the touch screen is big enough, but I, I don't know. It's a mobile game. I just, I don't like supporting mobile games on the Switch. And then there's Nightmares from the Deep 2, The Siren's Call for $15. And then finally, Tetra's Escape for 5 bucks. Yeah, that game looks cool. It's from the same publisher of our, 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 our fan fave and our fave Super Destronaut DX. Not by the same developer, just publisher. Mm-hmm. Rataliaka. Uh, games i don't know if i can ever pronounce their name correct but they have a cool <laughs> dog logo that's how i know it and that one looks really fun the trailer looks fun it's like these little blocky characters puzzler type of game um surprisingly a lot of good stuff i'm also intrigued by the megaton rainfall i don't know about the name although i do like the name megaton that was almost the name of the podcast megaton um that's a deep in the nintendo lore but uh this one looks cool because you play as a superhero with superpowers and there is an an alien invasion spreading across the world and it's a first person gameplay style where you have tons of superpowers you're trying to take out all the aliens i guess it looks bananas and it has good reviews on steam Hmm. so would you say that's the game that's the one you were like feeling off of this this week's uh releases there's a lot of good games. Dead Cells is just going to crush it in general. I thinking about picking am, it up yourself. Uh, 20 bucks. Uh, once I beat other games, a, I don't know. It's an investment. That one's an investment for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a lot of games that when they go on sale, I'll pick up like Super Blackjack Battle 2 Turbo Edition. The Card Warriors <laughs> probably pick it up when it goes on sale. <laughs> when it goes on sale. Yeah, uh, that's six dollars is a little steep right now. You know, there's there's some games that intrigue me. So like I was on the eShop the other day and I'm looking up sales and I saw Plague Road. This game is like a turn based RPG something. And it was on sale from fifteen dollars for a dollar. And I was like, Ooh, oh. for a dollar, maybe you, you gotta you gotta get it. And then I looked up reviews and there weren't very many, but the reviews were really bad. And I go, <laughs> I go. I don't know if this, I don't know if I, I just, I, you know, and it raised, it got up in the top 20 or the download charts, but I was like, I don't know if I can do a dollar. It just seems bad, (laughs) right? That's when you know the game is really terrible when you're teetering on if you can spend that dollar (laughs) to to play it. There's a dollar because it's, it's not just a dollar, Michael. It's a dollar plus time investment in it. Sure. Sure. And, if I look at Super Destronaut, which was like four dollars and fifty cents or five dollars, great, great dollar per time investment ratio. I think you yeah. played it even longer than me because you're not very good at it, so you gotta you know, play more. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. for me, I just get in and I crush it, and uh, yeah, you're in and out, in and out, I'm in and out. 
So Babe, that's I'm my... sitting here cursing on the toilet for three hours trying to beat your score. <laughs> hard, hard to get out. You're like suction cupped in. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, how about you? What's your pick of the week there, Michael? Oh, easily Dead Cells. I've been hearing like little rumors and, and little glimmers about how great this game's going to be, even though it's 20, which seems high for some of these indie games when we're looking at things for like, you know, eight bucks and six dollars. But I think it's going to be something special. It uh, has sort of a look of um, SteamWorld Dig, you know, just sort of that kind of animated, very bright look to it, which I'm into. So, yeah, I wanted to check that out. Uh, Akami HD for 20 and Subara City. I think those are going to be my my picks. Oh, the Tetris Escape too. I don't know. It may be a combination of of them or all of them. I can't decide yet. Michael's giving away all of his money this week to all the public. Yeah, all of like it's it. going in. And I'll never get around to playing them all. <laughs> exactly. You got to go back. And that's what I've been doing this week, Michael. I've been going back because it's time for everybody's favorite segment of Nintendo Dispatch. What you playing? What you been playing, Michael? I mean, I've been going oh. back and playing some games, but what you been playing? Well, for me, I have I I purchased Semblance last week, I think, when we were talking about it, and that's when I'm I'm trying to beat that. I'm trying to get through that. I'm going one game at a time because I want to do a nice little review about this game, and I will teaser. I'm having trouble getting through it. Um, despite what I've been reading, a lot of great reviews on this, but I am finding it very, very tedious and just kind of trucking through when I can, but whew, that's what I've been playing. That is the number one. And then when I need a break from that, I throw a little Fortnite or, or my battle chasers on to kind of mix it up a bit. But semblance is the one that's the big game this week. Yeah. I saw you over 50 hours in battle chasers. I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm still I think in the beginning. I really don't know where I am in the storyline. It's there's a lot involved. Got another hour and uh, another 158 hours left to go. <laughs> That's it. I'll be done. Be good game. So so I would recommend you pick up a little demo. There's a lot more demos coming out. I've found out by some of my friends were telling me, "Hey, did you try this? Did you try this?" There's a demo and I go, "Oh, no, I didn't." Mm. I downloaded a demo for Yoku's island express this is a game that we talked about a few weeks ago on the dispatch where you play as a little little bug that you're becoming a postal worker and you need to like go around and deliver stuff for people like little animals on this island but the tweak of it is that you have this big pinball essentially and the island is designed as a huge pinball everything it's very very it's way more clever than you could possibly ever imagine. It is so well designed. It actually boggles my mind because the the bumpers and the paddles are placed in such a way that you always can go back and forth, left and right, based on the left or right bumper, and you can be shot up, shot down. It's very, very clever. The demo's only maybe 10 minutes long, which is not enough time to assess the game, unfortunately. But I had it's a little bit slower pace, but it's very fun. So I recommend you download this demo. Everyone should go. Everyone on listening should go down Yoku's Island Express. It's a just download the demo. You'll be very pleased with it. Do it. I just just go did. do it. Perfect. Um, I mentioned last week um, I have been pretty knees deep into Rogue Trooper Redux. This is a game that mm-hmm. went on sale from 30 bones down to $8.99 and I picked it up because I remember it from a long time ago and I beat it. I 100%ed it. it beat nice. all, all of it. Beat it. 
and uh, I'll have a review coming soon, but I really, really enjoyed it. I had lower expectations since it was a $10 game at this point, but I thought it looked good. It played relatively well. I just had fun killing and shooting stuff. The story kind of made sense in a way. Uh, there's a lot of other modes, like they have a horde mode where waves of enemies come at you. There is online, but I never really, there's not a lot of people playing it, but there is an online mode if you and your buddies get really into it. And then um, uh, I, would, I would give it, spoiler alert, probably quick recommendation at under $10. $30, that's a bit too much, but under 10 bucks, I'm in. And I've gotten back into Thumper, which is a rhythm-based, awesome on-rails amazingness. And that's been my, like, in-between, you know, Mario Tennis type of, of gameplay playing some Thumper. So everyone should own Thumper. Super good if you like rhythm, rhythm, crazy, intense games. Nice. Some good yeah. stuff there. Yeah. I've been busy. I've been, I was on a plane for nine hours. So I had to do something. <laughs> See what happens. You, you take that little bit of time. You beat a game. You get a demo. You got all kinds of stuff going on now. Yeah, what a great week. Great week for the Nintendo Switch, not only news-wise, sales-wise, game releases, and we've been crushing some games. It was a good one. Michael's got nothing to say to that. <laughs> I agree. I think it's better. It's great. I, I'm speechless, actually. All right, well, that will do it for this week's Dispatch, I guess. You can find us everywhere on the internet. Go to NintendoDispatch.com. You can read some of our latest game reviews. Um, you can follow some hands-on. Uh, and, of course, get the latest and greatest Nintendo Dispatch right on your podcast application. If you're using Apple Podcasts, we'd love a review. Overcast, hit that star button. Share it with your friends. Share it with the world. And, of course, interact with us at Dispatch Podcast on Twitter, where we're talking about all the great stuff that we're playing. We want to know what you're playing. Take some screenshots, tag us in it. We would love it. Uh, and, and in fact, if you tag us in it, maybe you'll uh, get a sweet pin or sticker. Who knows? Just saying. We have them. So give it, a, give it a try. Michael has some. What do you think? Pretty sweet. I love them. I've been actually handing a few out. Very cool. Yeah. So Singing that... from the, the shouting from the mountaintops, as they say. Ooh, that's all you got to do. So that's a challenge. The you know randomly selected based on if you tag us in a screenshot or video that you you put, um, just put at Dispatch Podcast in there, and boom, we'll pick a few lucky winners and give them away next week. So that's been your Nintendo Dispatch.